जयो राधामाधव कुंज विहारी जय गोपी जनवल्लभ गिरिवरधारी जय गोपी जनवल्लभ गिरिवरधारी जय यशोदनंदना ब्रजजनरांजना यशोदनंदना ब्रजजनरांजना यशोदनंदना ब्रजजनरांजना यशोदनंदना ब्रजजनरांजना यमुना तीरावनचारी यमुना तीरावनचारी अजय राधमाधव कुंज विहारी अजय राधमाधव कुंज विहारी अजय गोपी जनवल्लभ गिरिवरधारी जय गोपी जनवल्लभ जय गिरिवरधारी जाया गिरिवरधारी जाया यशोदानंदना ब्रजजनरांजना यशोदनंदना ब्रजजनरांजना यमुना तीरावनचारी यमुना तीरावनचारी 
Ojayo Radhamadava Kunjavihari Ojayo Radhamadava Kunjavihari Jayam Vishnupat Paramahamsa Parivrajakacharya Stotara Sata Shri Srimad Esi Bhaktivedanta Swami Shri Prabhupada Ki Jai Jayam Vishnupat Paramahamsa Parivrajakacharya Stotara Sata Shri Srimad Bhakti Sadhan Saraswati Thakur Ki Jai Ananta Koti Vaishnava Vrinda Ki Jai Namacharya Shlaharidas Thakur Ki Jai Prem Sakaho Shri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhu Nityananda Shri Advaita Gadadhara Shri Vasadi Shri Gaur Bhaktavinda Ki Jai Shri Radha Krishna Gopagopinath Shyamakund Radha Kund Giri Govardhan Ki Jai Vrajabhumi Vrindavandham Ki Jai Mayapur Navadvibdham Ki Jai Purushottam Shetra Jagannathpuridham Ki Jai Ganga Maya Yamuna Maya Ki Jai Tulsi Devi Bhakti Devi Ki Jai Samaveda Bhaktavinda Ki Jai La Prabhupada's Transcendental Book Distribution and Prashadam Distribution ki jai. Harinam Sankirtan ki jai. Gaur Premanande. All glories to assembled devotees. All glories to assembled devotees. All glories to assembled devotees. All glories, all glories to Sri Guru and Sri Gauranga. All glories to Srila Prabhupada. Mahavishnu Padaya Krishna Prishthaya Bhutule Sri Mati Vaisheshakadasadikari Tinamani. Mama Praharsha Shilaya Prabhupada Nusarani and Inditaradeta Smesh Astrabhajana Chodani. Mamashnu Padaya Krishna Prishthaya Bhutale Shrimati Bhaktivedanta Samaniti Namani. Namaste Saraswati Deve Gauravani Pracharani Nirvishesha Shinivadi Pashata Deshatarani. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Hare Krishna Today we are Reading from Canto 1, Chapter 13, Texts 34 and 35. We are continuing from the chapter titled, Dhritarashtra Quits Home. So please repeat. Itari Upparate Pandao Sarvana Suhradashishun Arakshatam Vyashanataha Pitravaukwa Gatavitaha Itari Uparate Pandau 
सर्वाशूरदाशिशुन अरक्षता व्यासनाता पितरी उपरते पांडव सर्वाना सुहृदाशिशुन अरक्षता व्यासनाता पितरी उपरते पांडव सर्वाशुरदांशिशुन अरक्षता व्यासनाता पितरी उपरते पांडव सर्वाशुरदाशिशुन अरक्षता व्यासनाता पितृव्यौक्वागता वर्ड फॉर वर्ड पितरी अपॉन माय फादर उपरते Falling down, Pandav, Maharaj Pandu, Sarvan, all, Naha, of us, Shuhrada, well-wishers, Shishun, small children, Arakshatam, protected, Vyasanataha, from all kinds of dangers, Pitravyo, uncles, Kwa, where, Gatao, have departed, Itaha, from this place. Translation and purport by His Divine Grace, Shila Prabhupada. Shila Prabhupada Ki Jai. When my father, Pandu, fell down, and we were all small children, these two uncles gave us protection from all kinds of calamities. They were always our good well-wishers. Alas, where have they gone from here? So because this uh, verse doesn't have a purport, we'll go to the next verse. Text 35. Atmeshwaram <laughs> at Achakshano na pratyahatipitihaha. Translation. Sutta Goswami said, Because of compassion and mental agitation, Sanjaya, not having seen his own master, Dhritarashtra, was aggrieved and could not properly reply to Maharaj Yudhishthir. Purport. Sanjaya was the personal assistant of Maharaj Dhritarashtra for a very long time, and thus 
he had the opportunity to study the life of Dhritarashtra. And when he saw at last that Dhritarashtra had left home without his knowledge, his sorrows had no bound. He was fully compassionate towards Dhritarashtra because in the game of the battle of Kurukshetra, King Dhritarashtra had lost everything, men and money. And at last, the king and the queen had to leave home in utter frustration. He studied the situation in his own way because he did not know that the inner vision of Dhritarashtra had been awakened by Vidura and that, therefore, he had left home in enthusiastic cheerfulness for a better life after departure from the dark well of home. Unless one is convinced of a better life after renunciation of the present life, one cannot stick to the renounced order of life simply by artificial dress or staying out of home. Hare Krishna. So we'll we'll say the Mangala Charan prayers. Um, Prabhu, can you distribute this to everyone, please? Okay, we can we can all sing this together. Ready? Om Jnanati Mirandhasya Jnananjana Shalakaya Chakshurun Militam Yena Tasmai Shri Guruvai Namaha Shri Chaitanya Manobhishtam Stapitam Yena Bhutale Swayam Rupa Kadamahyam Dadati Swapadantikam Vandeham Shri Guru Shri Uta Padakamalam Shri Gurun Vaishnavamscha Shri Rupam Sagrajatam Sahagana Raghunatham Vitam Tam Sajivam Sadvaitam Savadhutam Parijana Sahitam Krishna Chaitanya Devam Shri Radha Krishna Padan Sahagana Lalita Shri Vishakam Vitamscha Nama Om Vishnu Padaya Krishna Prishthaya Bhutale Srimate Bhakti Vedanta Swaminiti Namine Namaste Saraswati Deve Gauravani Pracharine Nirvishesha Shunyavadi Paschati Deshatarine Nama Om Vishnu Padaya Krishna Prishthaya Bhutale Srimate Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Niti Namine Sri Varshana Bhavnavi Devi Daita Kripa Baddhaye Krishna Sambandha Vigyana Daine Prabhave Namaha Madhur Yojwala Premathya Sri Rupanuga Bhaktida Sri Gaura Karuna Shakti Vigrahaya Namostate Namaste Gauravani Shri Murtaye Dinatarine Rupanuga Viruthapa Siddhanta Dvantaharine Namo Gaura Kishoraya Sakshad Vairagya Murtaye Vipralambara Sambodhe Padambho Jayate Namaha Namo Bhakti Vinodaya Satchidananda Namine Gaura Shakti Sarupaya Rupanuga Varayate Gauravira Bhavasvimstvam Nirdeshta Sajjana Priya Vaishnava Sarvabhomao Shri Jagannathayate Namaha Vanchakalpatarubhyascha Kripasindubhya Evacha Patitanam Pavanebhyo Vaishnavebhyo Namo Namaha 
नमो महावदन्या कृष्णा प्रेमा प्रदायते कृष्णाय कृष्ण चैतन्य नाम्ने गौरतिषे नम पंचतवाकूपस्वूपक भक्तावतारम भक्ताक्यम नमामि भक्तशक्ति हे कृष्णा करुणा सिंधु दीनबंधु जगतपते गोपेशा गोपिका कांता राधा कांता नमोस्तुते जय तम सुरतोर्पंगोर्मंडातेर्गति मत्सर्वस्पदम भोज राधा मदनमोहनो दिव्यादारण्यकल्पध्रुमाद श्रीमद्रत्नागरा सिंहासनस्थ श्रीमद्राधा श्रीला गोविंददेव पृष्ठालिस्मरा श्रीमन रासरसारंभी वंशीवट तथ स्थित कर्षन वेणुस्वनेगोपीर्गोपीनाथ श्रिएस्तु नह तप्त कांचन गौरांगी राधे वृंदवनेश्वरी वृषभानुसुते देवी प्रणमा हरि प्रिय वृंदयाय तुलसीदेव्याय प्रियाय केशवस्य च विष्णु भक्ति प्रतिदेवी सत्यवताय नमो नमः श्री नृसिंह जय नृसिंह जय जय नृसिंह प्रहलाद देशा जय पद्मा मुखा पद्मा भृंगा यदा यदा ही धर्म से ग्लानिर्भवती भारत अभ्युत्थानम अधर्म से तत्मानम श्रीजाम्यहम परित्राणाय साधुनाम विनाशाय च दुष्कृताम धर्म संस्थापनार्थाय संभवामी युगे युगे मनमना भव मद्भक्तो मद्याजी माम नमस्कुरु मामेवश्यासी युक्त आत्मानम मत्परायनह सर्वधर्मा परत्याज मेक शरण व्रज अहम तमसपेभ्यो मोक्षयामी मुश्रूषोशन वासुदेवा कथारुचि षण्मेव्यापुण्यतीर्थनिषेवना श्रृण्वनाथवृता कृष्ण पुण्यश्रवणकीर्तना हृदय तस्तो हि भद्रा विधुनोती शुत्सता नष्ट प्राएशुभद्रेशु निगवत सेवया भगवती उत्तम श्लोके भक्तिर्भवती नैष्टिकी तदा राजस्तमो भाव कामलोभादये चेतायतेर्नाविधम स्थित सत्षीदती एवं प्रसन्न मनसो भगवद्भक्तिगत भगवतत्ज्ञान मुक्त जायते भद्यतेदयस्क्रिदयशया शीयतीचर्मा दृष्टाइवात्मनीशरे मलिहनाके से बीज आरोपण श्रवणकीर्तना जले कार्ये सेचना ताहन विस्तारिता फला प्रेम फला इहन्मासेचे निवनाजल वैराग्या विद्यानिजभक्तिगा शिक्षापुरुषपुराण श्रीकृष्णचैतन्यशरीरधारी कृपा बुद्धिस्तम प्रपद्ये कालम नष्टभक्तिगय प्रदुष्कार्तुष्णचैतन्यम आविर्भूतस्त पदारविंदे गादम गादम लियत चित्तभृंगा जय श्री कृष्ण चैतन्य प्रभु निनंद 
श्रीअद्वैता गदाधार श्रीवासादिश्री गौरभक्तवृंद हरे कृष्णा हरे कृष्णा 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 हरे 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 राम हरे राम 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 हरे हरे टुडेज वर्ष इज पितरी उपरते पांडव सर्वान्नाशुद्रदाशुन अरक्षातम व्यासनाथ पितृवाऊ so this Maharaj Yudhishthir, he is saying this to Sanjaya. He's saying, when my father Pandu fell down and we were all small children, these two uncles gave us protection from all kinds of calamities. They were always our good well-wishers. Alas, where have they gone from here? So basically, What's happening in this pastime is that the Kurukshetra war has has just finished and Maharaj Dhritarashtra and his wife Gandhari are now staying with Yudhishthira and his brothers. And Vidura, he comes back from his pilgrimage and Vidura comes back with only one motive, which was to help his older brother Dhritarashtra understand what is the real purpose of life. And Dhritarashtra was still staying with Maharaj Yudhishthir even though he had committed so many offenses and you know he actually tried to kill them multiple times. And he tried to explain to him that you know it's time for you to leave household, leave this attachment and actually you know, make use of your human form of life. Because if you don't, then Vidura said that eternal time in the form, Krishna in the form of eternal time is going to take away everything. So, Maharaj Yudhishthir, you know, in the morning, he actually comes back to the kingdom after he takes bath in his river and he performs all the morning program. And when he comes back to the kingdom, he first wants to go and get blessings of his elders. And when he comes to get blessings from his elders, he notices that everybody is gone. Maharaj Dhritarashtra is left, Gandhari is gone, and Vidura, he is also gone. And he actually feels very morose. And he's feeling, you know, very sad that his elders, you know, who had actually taken care of him. And he's saying that, you know, these two uncles gave me, gave us protection from all kinds of calamities. They were always our good well-wishers. Where have they gone? So the, here you can notice that, you know, this is the quality of a Vaishnav. Maharaj Yudhishthir, he's just looking at the good qualities of Maharaj Dhritarashtra. Even though Maharaj Dhritarashtra had caused so many problems, you know, to the Pandus, still he is only looking for the good qualities, and that is the difference between a Vaishnav and a non-Vaishnav, right? A Vaishnava always looks for is like a bee. The bees are always looking for honey, but the flies they always look for dirt. So, so this was one point that Yudhishthir Maharaj was in a very, very humble position and, you know, he was very agitated not to find his elders. And 
This also shows one more point which is mentioned here by our Acharyas is that here Maharaj Yudhishthir was actually thinking that, oh, how are my elders going to be okay, you know, without me taking care of them? Like he was getting this, he was coming into this situation that without me taking care of Maharaj Dhritarashtra and Gandhari, you know, nobody can take care of them. So later we read, you know, like how Narad Muni actually comes to explain and instruct Maharaj Yudhishthir so he can understand that, you know, we are we are not doing anything, right? Krishna is the one who is actually taking care of everyone, starting from a small ant all the way, you know, high up. So, this is another point, uh, you know, which we understand. And then in text 35, we hear about Sanjaya. So, Sanjaya was Maharaj Dhritarashtra's charioteer. He was the one who was personally attending to Maharaj Dhritarashtra. He had seen Maharaj Dhritarashtra very, very closely. And he was he was feeling that, you know, Maharaj Dhritarashtra did not tell me, you know, and he has just left. And from the purport, Srila Prabhupada is explaining, you know, the mood in which Sanjaya was thinking that Maharaj Dhritarashtra left. He said, he was thinking that, oh, because he has lost everything, men, money, his sons, you know, he is now feeling morose and he is, he is gone. But actually, what had happened was, uh, Vidura, he had come and he had actually given divine, you know, he had helped his brother, Maharaj Dhritarashtra, to understand that don't be attached to this material life. You know, you're thinking right now that you need the help of Maharaj Yudhishthir to take care of you, but you're just wasting your time. If you don't leave home and you don't start to introspect and try to make use of your human form of life, you're just going to waste your life. And Dhritarashtra actually had that inner vision and he was awakened by Vidura. And because of that, he was enthusiastic to leave home. So this point is very important that you know, somebody who is not enthusiastic for the outcome, you know, that, you know, we want to progress in my spiritual life. Even if you leave home and you try to go into the renounced order of life, you cannot stick to it. So this point is very important that when only with the association of a devotee, when a devotee actually tries to explain to you, we can be awakened from our inside and then we can understand that the real purpose of life is to go back home, back to Godhead, to serve Krishna, to understand who we are, to understand who Krishna is and what our relationship with Krishna is. And Maharaj Dhritarashtra understood this and he very joyfully left home. But Sanjaya, he was you know, so overwhelmed that his master, Maharaj Dhritarashtra, had left and that's why you know, he was feeling very morose. And so this point about, you know, material life, we see from the lives of the four Kumaras. You know, the four Kumaras, they were the sons of Lord Brahma. And Lord Brahma had instructed them that, please, you know, populate this material world. I, we, I, want, pro, I want progeny. However, the four Kumaras, they 
were Brahmavadis. What does Brahmavadi mean? That they believed that God has no form and they believed in the effulgence of Krishna. And they wanted to actually progress in their spiritual life. And they told Lord Brahma that, you know, if we get into this material life, you know, we have to, for kids, we need to get married. For marriage, then we need to work. We need to get a house, you know, all these different things. We don't want to do that. We just want to grow spiritually in our lives. So what they did was, they were very powerful brahmanas. They were five-year-old boys. You know, they never used to wear anything other than the atmosphere. That's what they said. And what they did was, they took Ganga water and they cursed themselves. And they said that, we are not going to grow physically, but we just want to grow emotionally and spiritually. So, what they did was then they decided that we want to go to, uh, we want to go and serve the Lord. They went to Vaikuntha and, you know, today is the appearance of Lord Varahadev. So we can go into that pastime. So the four Kumaras, they went to Vaikuntha and, you know, they passed through six gates. And when they came to the seventh gate, uh, they saw these two doorkeepers, Jay and Vijay. And Jay and Vijay, they thought that who are these four small boys who are trying to enter Vaikuntha? And they were actually the doorkeepers and they were servants of Lord Vishnu. So immediately they stopped their path and they said that you cannot enter. Now the four Kumaras, they thought that they knew Vaikuntha. Kunta means stress or anxiety. And Vaikuntha is a place where there's no stress or anxiety. But as soon as they were stopped in their tracks, the four Kumaras thought that, you know, who are these two people who are trying to stop us from serving our Lord and giving us stress? So they got really angry and they cursed Jay and Vijay that you are going to become demons and you're going to fall to this material world. But this was all a pastime of Lord, Lord Krishna. He actually has this fighting spirit and he wanted to fight. And he planned this in such a way that Jay and Vijay could actually come down and, you know, he could fight with them. So as soon as, you know, he heard that this curse is happening, he came running. (coughs) Sorry. So they say that Lord Vishnu came running along with Lakshmi Devi on foot. He came running and he begged for forgiveness, you know, to the four Kumaras. <coughs> and he said that, please forgive Jay and Vijay because they are my servants, because I'm their master. <coughs> you know, so please forgive them on, and I'm taking on, on their behalf, I'm begging for forgiveness. <clears throat> so when the four Kumaras saw Lord Vishnu, this and Lord Vishnu had tulsi leaves on his feet, and with the aroma of the tulsi leaves, you know, when the four Kumaras smelt it, immediately, you know, they came onto the path of bhakti, and they understood that you know Krishna has a form, and they wanted to have that personal connection and service attitude. They were so mesmerized seeing the Lord that, you know, they humbly agreed 
and they said that you know whatever you however you want to punish them you know we we agree to that so then lord vishnu he said that basically they can come down as three they can come down three times as demons and after their third life they can you know again come back soon to me so while this was happening in vaikuntha in the material world or the material universe uh, there was kashyap and diti and diti was wanting to unite with kashyap muni kashyapa was a very powerful sage and he was performing sacrifice but diti was overcome with this urge of uh, of uniting with him so in the nectar of devotion nectar of instruction you know it said right vegam it's called vegam vegam is urge so vacho vegam manasa krodha vegam jiva vegam udara pashta vegam so what is this vegam vegam is the desire which comes with speed the desire which comes with speed is that urge so vacho is speaking right we have that urge to speak sometimes we just you know we are angry and we want to speak we cannot stop our tongue same thing with with anger right if you're angry you sometimes cannot control your anger so that's the urge same thing with tongue belly and genitals so the lust is the most urgent desire and diti had that urge that desire that lust you know for for kashyap to get united so kashyap muni actually explained to diti that now is not the right time because you just wait for a few more minutes and then you know we can we can unite but diti she had that urge and she could not control herself kashyap muni also explained to diti that right now is not a good time because lord shiva and you know his followers who are in ghostly bodies they travel and he tries to get them into into a form into you know so now is not a good time but but she did not agree and you know it said in uh, in the bhagavatam that kashyap muni also you know he was a little henpecked so he agreed and they they united but as soon as they united jay and vijay they were conceived as hiranyaksha and hiranyakashyap and as soon as they were conceived you know it said in the shrimad bhagavatam that everywhere there was lot of disturbance and diti immediately understood that what she did was wrong and she begged for forgiveness and patkashap muni said that because you didn't understand you know now you're going to have these two demons who are going to come asuras who are going to come into your womb hiranyaksha and hiranyakashyapu and diti was so scared seeing you know all the disturbance which is happening around that she did not even want hiranyaksha and hiranyakashyapu to come out she kept them in her womb for almost 100 years but then due to nature you know they they came out diti also was was also instructed by kashyap muni that the grandson is going to be a great devotee and because of that her heart was you know a little pacified when she heard about prasad maharaj so it's very important when a when a child is conceived the time is very very important and 
Hiranyaksha. So Hiranya means gold and Yaksha means eyes. So somebody who's always looking to get more and more wealth is Hiranyaksha. And Hiranyakashapu is, Hiranya is again gold and Kashapu is bed. So somebody who is lusty and somebody who wants to keep getting more and more wealth. So if you look around, most of the people around here are like small Hiranyakshas and Hiranyakashapus. However, they're not as powerful as these Asuras because they didn't need Lord Varaha and Shingadev to actually come down and kill them. So, Hiranyaksha, he wanted to get more and more power. And, you know, he went to to uh, to the demigods. All the demigods, they fled from because they were so afraid. And he laughed really loud. So then he was like, how can I fight? I want to fight with somebody. So then he dove down all the way, you know, into the water. And he went and spoke to Varundev. And he said that, Varunadev, I want to fight. I want to fight with you and I want to defeat you. And Varundev, he knew that, you know, he has a lot of pride. So he said that, I am very old and I will not be a suitable fighter. So why don't you challenge Vishnu, who is in Vaikuntha. And that's the same time when Krishna was taking the form of Varaha. Varaha is the form of boar, the boar incarnation. So it's said in Srimad Bhagavatam that th- there are two there are two forms of Varaha. One is the Shweta Varaha and the other is the Rakta Varaha. And he comes in many, many times in Kalpas, but two of them are recorded. So so uh, the first time when he came uh, it said that he was trying to help Lord Brahma. So Lord Brahma, he has, you know, in the he, one day of Lord Brahma is, is uh, so so there are four thirty-two thousand years in Kali Yuga, and then we have uh, Dwapar is basically twice that. Treta is three times, and Satya is four times. So. When you multiply all these four yugas thousand times, that is one day of Lord Brahma. And the same duration is one day of Lord uh, of the night as well. So every night of Lord Brahma, all the planetary systems all the way up to uh, up to Maharlok, that gets submerged. And when it gets submerged, then Mother Earth was actually pushed down into the Garbhodaka ocean. Because she got submerged, Lord Krishna actually came in the form of Varaha to help lift Mother Earth and place her you know, back in position. So the question is, you know, why did Krishna come in the form of Varaha? Right? Why the boar form? You know, the boar or the pig is considered not not very nice, right? Considered very filthy. So the reason why our Acharyas say that he took the boar form, and we should also remember and we should understand that any form which Krishna takes is transcendental. It is still the supreme personality of Godhead. We should not think that, you know, he is just an animal. So the reason why he took the form of a boar was 
when Mother Earth had fallen into the Garbodaka ocean, that is, you know, all the hellish planets. And because it is so dirty, you know, he took the form of a boar to lift Mother Earth on his tusks and then put Mother Earth back into position. Aracharya say that when Mother Earth was on the tusks of Lord Varaha, it looked like a nice nose ring on the Lord. It was also like spots of moon, right? When you see the spots on the moon, they look very beautiful and they also beautify the moon. Same way Mother Earth was beautifying Lord Varaha and Varade was beautifying Mother Earth. So, that was in the Shweta Kalpa, in the Shweta Varaha Kalpa, when he actually came down to lift Mother Earth and put her back. So this pastime, when Hiranyaksha you know, wanted to fight, this is in the Rakta form, the red form of Lord Varaha. So he again came down, you know, he went to Vaikuntha, he could not find Vishnu, so again he, he dove down into the waters and he saw Lord Varaha Dev was actually picking Mother Earth back up. And the reason this time Mother Earth was in the water was because of all these demonic mentality people who were there, you know, on, on Earth. And she was very much afraid, so she wanted to hide and she hid in the Garbodaka ocean. So when he saw Lord Varaha, you know, he laughed. Hiramnacha laughed and he said, Oh, an amphibious beast? This is this is the Lord I'm going to be fighting against. And he called him really bad, you know, there was like really bad things, you know, Hiranyaksha said. However, Lord Varahadev was very, very tolerant. He didn't say anything because he had Mother Earth. And, you know, a gentleman when he's with his wife and if some somebody tries to say something to his wife, he always keeps quiet. You know, once... I, because my wife might get afraid, you know. So Lord Varahadev didn't say anything, and you know he kept he kept you know climbing up to put Mother Earth back into position. But as soon as he did, then he came back and he said, "Who was that rascal who was saying these things?" You know. So so then there was a really big fight between Hiranyaksha and Hiranya and Lord Varahadev. And Lord Varadev actually came with his club as well. And it is said that both of them were of equal sizes. And, you know, a very, very big battle ensued between both of them. And finally, Lord Varadev actually kicked him, you know, near his ear. And as soon as that happened, then Hiranyaksha, you know, he, he, he fell down. So, this is a very, very special day today for us to meditate upon Lord Varhadev. You know, the mood in which we should pray on this special day is just like Lord Varhadev dove down to, to the Garbodaka ocean to lift Mother Earth and place her back and then kill Hiranyaksha. Same way, we pray to Lord Varhadev that he dives deep into our ocean of consciousness, which is really bad, lift Bhakti Devi and place her back in our hearts. And the same way how he fought Hiranyaksha, he fights and he kills you know, all the dirty desires we have, lust, anger, greed, envy, jealousy. So we can always serve the Lord. So Lord, 
Varadev's holy appearance day ki jai. We'll stop here and we'll go to each one of you so you can give some reflections. Hare Krishna. Maybe we'll start with uh, His Grace Mr. Bhagwan Prabhu. And today is a half day fast for Lord Varhadev, and today is also Ekadashi. We read in the story that Shapamuni took the blame for himself. Uh, he said that. Diti was just acting according to her nature and he was, as a man, he was responsible for being, uh, controlling his senses. So, I, was, I just wanted to ask about that. What's, how is it that men are um, responsible and others, sometimes they say that women and, or old people, children, they're not responsible If I understood your question, you're saying that um, in this case, how Diti was the one who urged to get united and the blame fell on Kashyap Muni. So how can, you know, why, is, why did that happen? Is that correct? Yeah, so the example is given of uh, Kashyap and Diti here. We also have a very nice example of Devahuti and Kardama Muni, right? And in that situation, you know, Devahuti, she had all the good qualities and she wanted to serve her, her husband because she knew that her husband had, you know, was very, very intelligent. Here, Diti also, you know, she had utmost respect for Kashyap Muni. However, because of the urge and her conditioning, you know, she couldn't control her, her senses. And when she came to Kashyap Muni, Kashyap Muni actually explained to her that now is not the, the time. However, if you just wait for a few minutes, you know, the time will be okay. But he also had a desire. Because if he was strong enough, you know, he could have actually explained to, to, uh, to his wife that, you know, now is not the right time. So, in this situation, you know, the Acharyas explained that, yes, Diti was the one who, you know, got him to get united. However, Kashyap Muni also had some desires. So, that's why, you know, he also had some fault. Was that okay, Prabhu? Hare Krishna. Prabhu, any, any reflections from the class? What's your name, Prabhuji? Abhira, please, please share something. I like the prayers that you did in the start. I come uh, like once or twice in a week. I come and usually people just report, but you did all of them and I, I liked uh, all the prayers. Thank you, Prabhu. Yeah. 
So these prayers, these are called the Mangala Charan prayers. And this is basically, we are invoking good auspiciousness. You know, before we start class, we say the Mangala Charan prayers and we are praying to all of our Sampradaya because this, the way we get knowledge is, you know, coming down all the way from Krishna, but it is coming in disciplic succession. So when we are trying to understand the subject matter, we can only understand when we have the blessings of all the Acharyas. So that's why we sing the Mangalacharan prayers. Hare Krishna. Prabhuji. Thank you for the class. Prabhu. Hare Krishna, please come. So, uh, Prabhu, I, uh, you know, thank you for the best class. I, I like your part initially when you said... Uh, even after the Trashtra has left, um, the way Yudhishthira Maharaj is still looking for his good qualities and talking about that, I mean, that's it's very hard. I mean, it's not <laughs> that easy, particularly if somebody has done so much good injustice. So, and you can give some ideas on how to cultivate that. Because it's, it's much easier said than done. Yeah. Anything you'd like to suggest on what we should, how we should approach think it's an ideal, it's not easy to do. So how should one approach? Yeah. Nice point, Prabhu. So, you know, this point about misery, right? Misery is going to come no matter what. However, how we respond to misery is on us. And Maharaj Yudhishthir, he, from his example, he showed that even though he had a lot of misery, and the way he responded to that, he always kept Krishna in the center. And he was always very grateful to his to his uncles. That, you know, without Maharaj Dhritarashtra, who would have actually taken care of us? Maharaj Dhritarashtra was the one who actually brought them back to the kingdom. And he kept, you know, Mother Kunti and all the Pandavas in the kingdom. Though lot of offenses, you know, he committed a lot of grave offenses against them. Still, Maharaj Yudhishthir only saw the good. You know, and that is you know, that is a sign of a Mahatma. Right? Mahatma, no matter if it is summer or winter, heat or cold, he's always very fixed. Right? And the question is, how can we cultivate this? Right? So, our Acharyas say that you know, when we are on the path of bhakti, devotional service, all these come as byproducts. You know, if we just continue down this path and we remember that if something goes wrong in our lives, it is actually Krishna's mercy. Krishna is actually trying to help us in whatever situation we are so we can come a little bit closer to him. If the Pandavas had not had, you know, so much troubles and tribulations, they would have not been able to be close to Krishna, right? And that's what Mother Kunti also said in her prayers that, you know, dear Lord Krishna, my only desire and prayer is that you keep giving me troubles so we can be close to you. So, you know, one one way for us is definitely reading Srimad Bhagavatam because these are case studies for us to understand how great devotees and Mahatmas, you know, how did they cultivate their lives and second, just to be on the path. And, you know, automatically 
you know, one day these qualities will also develop in us. Hope that helps, Prabhu. Hare Krishna. Hare Paul. Please, please share your name, Prabhu. Prana Goranga Das. Prana Goranga Prabhu Ki Jai. something where we can learn from the uh, you you touched upon the story of the Kumaras entering the Vaikuntha and uh, they were and Krishna personally uh, protected them and uh, seemed like he favored one devotee instead of another so you want to comment on this or yeah Hare Krishna, would you like to sit? Feel feel free. Whatever you like. Yeah. Hare Krishna. Okay, so so the story is so so your question is that it seemed like you know Lord Krishna favored the devote so there were four Kumaras, they they were trying to enter Vaikuntha and Jay and Vijay tried to stop them and you know they the four Kumaras cursed Jay and Vijay, but then Lord Krishna, when he came running, you know, it seemed like he favored the Kumaras because, you know, Jay and Vijay were still cursed. And how can we understand that, right? So, first of all, we should understand that whatever is happening is all happening by the will of Krishna. Because Krishna wanted this to happen, it happened. You know, Krishna, he knew that four Kumaras were coming and he could have actually allowed them to come in. However, he allowed, you know, this pastime to happen. Now, the four Kumaras, they actually cursed them to come down, I believe, seven times. You know, somebody knows the right story, but it was more than three times. They cursed them to come, you know, multiple times down to this material world. However, when Krishna came running, he said that, yes, you know, I understand both positions. I understand Jay and Vijay's position, why they did that. Because, you know, they are my servants and, you know, they are the doorkeepers and they are trying to guard Vaikuntha. However, I also understand your position because you are devotees and they should have allowed you to come in. So, he begged for forgiveness, actually, to the four Kumaras on behalf of Jay and Vijay. And he said that, you know, can you please forgive their offenses? And because I am their master, I take, you know, full ownership of what they did. And when... The Kumaras, you know, they were so mesmerized seeing the Lord, they smelled the Tulsi leaf, and immediately, you know, they they understood that, you know, Krishna has a form. So, you know, they they accepted what Krishna said, and they said that, okay, Krishna, you know, whatever whatever you think the punishment should be given, you know, we agree to that. And then Krishna said that, you know, you can come down three times. So they still came down, so they still got a curse, and you know they they understood that you know that this is what you know ha- has to happen. Hope hope that helps. Hare Krishna Prabhu. Hare Krishna Prabhu. Uh, regarding like uh, you said that Kashyap and Diti they had the urge, so actually they are like special demons. They may, they came. For the uh, Leela of Lord to relish uh, Veera Rasa. So, 
how does yoga maya and and one sense lord to relish his rest yoga maya should act but on the other side these demons were conceived as the urge so it should be mahamaya like how does everything reconcile we can reconcile that so if i'm understanding right you know like how like what is the difference between yoga maya and mahamaya and how how did they act in this situation yeah. and i am one more thing is on a similar line like there is, there is a birth of narakasura from varaha dev and bhumata yeah so similar like we say here it's an urge and it's because their urge means we are saying it's mahamaya and but the same thing with respect to narakasura like how should we understand all those yeah actually uh, i wanted to comment on that too so when varaha dev he touched mother earth with that connection a son was born bhamasura and he was actually a demon so this point is very important that you know the the place the time and place of association is very very important here we are talking about krishna you know his son was actually bhamasura who was a demon same way with kashyap and diti you know the time was very important and kashyap muni also tried to explain to her that right now is not the right time but still because her urge was so high right she had that urge that you know she couldn't she could not control herself this place actually is called shri varaha kshetra near udupi where you know varaha dev actually lifted mother earth so we should at least my understanding is that you know it is all you know krishna's pastime and you know krishna actually wanted you know all these circumstances to happen and because of that you know he allowed it to happen hope that was okay. on a higher tone we, we should understand like it is for the higher purpose all the energies acted together yes prabhu ji sakshi prabhu on the the second verse after this one uh, it said in the purport of the prophet said that um one cannot stick to their renunciation unless they uh know what the goal is or mm-hmm. I, i'd rather hear it you know the way it actually is but i was wondering if you could uh, elaborate on that i it stuck with me so yeah so let's let's read what shila prabhupad is saying so shila prabhupad says <coughs> so so the the context is sanjay is feeling very very morose he is feeling very sad because till then maharaj dhritarashtra used to discuss with sanjay everything sanjay was the one who actually explained to maharaj dhritarashtra the entire bhagavad gita right so they were very close and 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 it says that sanjay had opportunity to study the life of dhritarashtra and he saw that dhritarashtra was very very sad right and he was thinking that oh dhritarashtra actually left because he was so sad and you know he was morose so now shila prabhupada is saying yeah so he studied the situation in his own way this is sanjaya because he did not know the inner vision of dhritarashtra had been awakened by vidura and that therefore he had left home in enthusiastic cheerfulness for a better life after departure 
from the dark well of home. So Sanjaya did not know that. That actually Dhritarashtra left because he had an inner awakening because of the association of Vidura. Then Srila Prabhupada saying, and this is something we should all remember, unless one is convinced of a better life after renunciation of the present life, one cannot stick to the renounced order of life simply by artificial dress or staying out of home. So this is like false renunciation, right? Like we still have the desires and, you know, we are trying to become something else. So actually, I've heard this from, you know, senior Vaishnavas when they say, what is humility? What is true humility? Humility actually means accepting where we are. You know, not trying to project what others want to see of us, but actually just being humble that, all right, you know, this is where I am. And I have a long way to go. And that's okay. And I'm going to just do what I need to do, you know, on this path. So this point that, you know, one cannot stick to the renounced order of life, right? Like, they might go to to Himalayas or to a jungle, but still in the mind they have all these different desires and they'll go crazy. So only when we are convinced of the outcome or the goal which we are looking for, you know, only then when we are enthusiastic that, you know, this is what we want, you know, only then we can we can actually, you know, stay out of home or take take an take a dress. Yes, Prabhu. This context, should we understand that that conviction comes from someone like, uh, in that case, Vidura, somebody of uh, uh, more advanced than us, or from something like that? Yeah, absolutely. I think association or devotees, like-minded devotees, is very, very important. And only with the association of devotees, when we actually see devotees, you know, and when we actually see devotees who are blissful and happy, right? Like when I see Jason Prabhu. Right? He's always so happy, right? Don't you don't you agree? Like he's always cheerful and you know happy. And I'm like, what's he doing? You know, what's what is that? You know, I want that, right? So when we see devotees like that, when they're always happy, that's when you know we get that urge that okay, you know, it's working for them. You know, we get convinced. So Vidura he actually now has come back after his entire pilgrimage, hearing the full Srimad Bhagavatam from Maitreya Muni. You know, he was he was thorough, right? When he came back, he was pakka. And why did he even come back? He didn't even have to come back. But he came back because he is a Vaishnava. He had compassion. He wanted to help his brother. That, why are you wasting your time? Krishna as eternal time is going to come and destroy you. He's going to take away everything. You know, you're like a dog who's right now staying in in the kingdom of whom you tried to kill. And, you know, that that actually, that inner vision then, you know, came in Maharaj Dhritarashtra. And because he was convinced, you know, he was so attached to the kingdom, he did not want to leave. But because that inner vision came that, all right, you know, I'm, this is it. Then he left enthusiastically. He left enthusiastically. And then we read later in this chapter that, you know, Narad Muni comes and he explains to Maharaj Yudhishthira that, you know, they've gone to the Himalayas and now within five days, you know, he's going to leave his body. So, that's the point.
Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna. So, uh, <laughs> um, I had two questions. Uh, the first one was, I must have missed the part about the four Kumaras. Uh, why did they, how, how and why did they curse themselves is the first one. So, how and why? So, why was, because their father, Lord Brahma, had, so Lord Brahma, what is his motive? His motive is to ensure that, you know, the material world is created and I can make sure that, you know, it's this progeny. So, he instructed his four sons, the Kumaras, that I need your help, you know, like, can we, can you populate the the material world? However, they were Brahmavadis. They did not want to get into that entanglement. And because they did not want to get into the entanglement, you know, they told their father that we can only have lust, the lust desire and get married when we actually grow older. So that's why we're going to curse ourselves that we never grow old. So we never get that lust desire. However, we just want to progress in our spiritual life. So they just took some Ganga water and they cursed themselves. The concept of cursing themselves is like pretty mind-boggling as well. Yeah. yeah. Um, and who who would have the power to curse in in any situation? Like, where does this come from? Krishna, of course, but I don't understand the, so, power, the power so, to curse. So I think my understanding is that Brahmanas at that time were very very powerful, and Whatever they said, you know, that was truth. You know, so, so we also know the story of Parikshit Maharaj, right? Parikshit Maharaj was actually going, you know, hunting, right? Or, or he was going, not hunting, he was, he was going and then he was very thirsty. So he stopped by the, the sage's home. He wanted to get some water. But then, you know, he put this, the dead snake around his neck. Then his son was angry. The son was a Brahmana. And he cursed Maharaj Pariksha that within seven days, you know, you're going to be killed. So, my understanding is that the Brahmanas at that time were very, very powerful. And, you know, that's another reason of, you know, animal sacrifice that time, right? They were not, they were trying to actually take an old animal so they can give that animal a new life. And, because they are so powerful, you know, just by saying the mantras, they had that ability to actually transform that animal. So, my understanding, you know, is that the brahmanas at that time were very, very powerful, and you know, whatever they they said was was truth. So that's why they had that ability to, you know, curse or give blessings. Thank you very much. So, my second question is about. You were mentioning about this um, impersonal Brahma body, and um, I, I'm really trying to understand that as well. And I was wondering if you could talk about that. And also, is one always an impersonal Brahma body? Is it something that you can become, or how does that work? Or, or do you, or is it something that you overcome? Like, what's the status of being an impersonal Brahma body? I don't really understand this. So, 
I'm also not very clear on the subject matter. However, no, no it's it's me. It's, no, I'm not very easy to uh, understand things. It's not you. No, no, no. Same, same. So I think my understanding of uh, Brahmavadi is that the four Kumaras they they had the impersonal conception of Krishna, and they were attracted to the the effulgence, right? And however, they still wanted to progress in their spiritual life, and that's the reason why they they had this this desire to actually go to Vaikuntha. However, when they went to Vaikuntha and they then had darshan of Krishna, of Vishnu, Lord Vishnu, and they smelt the aroma of the tulsi leaf, immediately they were, you know, they came to the point of, oh, actually Krishna has a form and we have, we need to have a personal relationship with Krishna and we want to serve the Lord. So, Very nice. Yeah. Thank you. Okay. Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna Prabhu. Hare. My name is Deepak. Hare Krishna Deepak Prabhu. <coughs> I, would, I, I don't have any questions or anything. All I have understood from today's classes, everything is happening what Krishna wants. We all are in his play and playing our characters. Once we're done playing with the characters, and we understood ourselves, we can go back to him. That's my understanding. I could be wrong. Yeah, so it's very nice. And one more thing for us to remember is <coughs> we definitely, so Krishna, Krishna always gives us, you know, the ability for us to have our own desires as well. And the main point is that we need to cleanse our desires. Because we are not the doers, but if we have the desire that we want to serve Krishna, then Krishna will, you know, will will make all the effort to allow that to happen. So we should also have the right desires. Okay. Okay. Thank you very much, Lord Varhadev's appearance day ki jai, Shila Prabhupada ki jai. Vanchakalpaturubhyascha kripasandhubhya evacha patitanam pavanebhyo vaishnavebhyo namo namaha